start when you start the beginning. Boom, so my I got this shit. I got you. Nah, nah. Everywhere. True. I got you. It's all love. And with that said, yeah. <laughs> Microphone checker one, two, one, two. What's happening? Two kings from the Queen City. Yes, sir. Because we got what it takes to rock the mic right. I found this on the web. Siri, I did not ask you for your goddamn hey, opinion. Hey, hey, um. <laughs> and with that said, New Year type shit. Yeah, yeah. What we have with it? Uh, uh, 2024 type shit. Where we we out here? Mm-hmm. I guess the first order of business is getting our names out the way, right? We can do it. All right. So the first voice you hear is none other than Perseus, aka Pro, mm-hmm. aka Prolific, aka Pro Black, aka DJ Mute, aka Mr. That Nigga. A.K.A. Mr. Fuck You and Your Thoughts. You know what I'm saying? A.K.A. Mr. Jonathan Majors. Or the hip-hop Jonathan Majors. I'm just looking for my Coretta. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. A.K.A. Mr. Stand on Business in the 90s. <laughs> and that's all the A.K.A.s I got. I'm going to just pass it to my man next to me. Shit, just, shit. This way you got Drew. All right. A.K.A. Philly. Oh. A.K.A. Uh, Philly Dot. Okay. DJ Philly Dot. No doubt. Chef Philly. Mm. Philly the Dun. Uh, the Black Hippie. Okay. Uh, also that nigga. Okay. Uh, Mr. Uh, <clears throat> King Stand on Business. Mm. And his Converse. Mm. No diggity. Mm. No doubt. Uh, uh, young Bull. Mm. Uh, you see, uh, John Redcorn, I would say. Okay. Uh, and just, you know, overall, that nigga stand on business. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do that shit. That's what we got here. And Morty as well. So, Mr. Morty, aka Morty F. <laughs> Morty F, baby. Don't forget the baby. Don't forget the baby because the yeah. F is for phenomenal. <laughs> Yeah, he's showing he show face in this motherfucker. Too, Hell so. yeah, making sure. Uh, ain't much I can do about it either, man. He just don't. He don't listen to me. So yeah, he don't listen. He don't give a fuck. Nope. No. Nope. He's gonna make it his opinions, and it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Man, we could just be chilling. He gonna walk up in here and just just be in everybody's business. Word. Like, hey, what y'all niggas doing? Damn. Ain't that a bitch? He's a hater, bro. But he's cool. And a little Operation Cop Block on the low. But, mm-hmm. hey, I'll say that for another day. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'll say that for another day. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so where we at with it? 2024. Mm-hmm. And already. Deep in it. Already. Man. Already starting off, you know. Halfway through the month. 2024. Shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then already starting with some shit, right? Yep. You know? Yep. It seemed like it was just one day we were drinking our whiskeys, bringing the New Year. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, some shit. Motherfuckers spraying off shit everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Hey, yo. That's crazy. Yeah, you right, you right. That's nah, crazy. Nah, that's my fault. Um, that's my fault. Definitely. That's my fault. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Goddamn. Oh, man. I was like, where he, where he going with this? Where he going? I'm talking about spraying bullets everywhere, you so know. Stop figuratively. <laughs> figuratively, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> you know how to smoke. 
yeah. all the smoke. And, you know, motherfuckers are trying to jump judges in the courtroom. We got... <laughs> that motherfucker cleared that judge. Cleared that bro. bitch out. That motherfucker he said... He cleared that whole courtroom out that shit. That looked up like... That motherfucker said... And she wasn't quick enough. I don't think she no, wasn't. No judge expected a dude to jump over that podium like that. You gotta have some nah. cojones to do some shit like that. I ain't gonna lie. That's true. That's true. Um, Would you say you ever get mad enough? I, well, I don't know if you ever been to court, but have you ever, would you ever get mad enough to do something like that in front of like police and, and on court and like that, knowing you're gonna go to jail? Yeah. Even if I got hit with the book, even if I got hit with, I don't know, two life sentences, I'm still not sure how how react. That, nigga, that, that gotta be the good reason why I would have to jump, you know, <laughs> over a fucking counter. Yeah. You give me two life sentences, it's like, well, fuck it, then. I'm going what? out with a bang, nigga. <laughs> Is that what that nigga got? Two life sentences? Hell no. He, uh, I think he got, um... He had priors, though. Yeah, and then the situation was, he, he only had, um, his bond denied, you know, <laughs> just for that. That's the he's jumping over that fucking. He only had his bond denied at that point. He decided yeah. to do that. Now it's even worse. It's like, well, shit. Yeah. Well, you don't sell the deal for yourself, my nigga. Yeah, hey, yeah. Good riddance. Yeah. See, that's what happens when you act on emotion. Emotional ass niggas and motherfuckers. They just act on how they feel right then and there, knowing damn well that the consequences are going to be a lot worse than what you about to do. Even though know, that shit was funny as hell, I was laughing my ass off. Oh, for sure. I said, Absolutely, y'all. I said, look, that nigga And, well, he ended up back in court the next, uh, this week, and then... The same judge, right? Same judge. She ended up getting what well, I consider something light, you know, for something like that. What, 48 months? Mm-hmm. Probably? Mm-hmm. So I just for something no other than well, he, that that incident. I think that incident's all separate. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. You right. You right. True. 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 <laughs> so they may add on some more shit to that forty yeah. hour. And it might be worse than what he. I don't even know what he gonna put the jail. Went to jail for in the first place. Well, well, fuck it. Then let the heads roll off <laughs> at this point. That's just one. <laughs> man, he just sealed the deal for himself. Yeah, man. He might as well just. Call it a day and write a book in jail about something. I don't know. He gonna he gonna go he gonna go in the books for being you know having some having some balls for that. But I mean I don't know if it was worth it. Type shit. Hell no. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Even with that said, um, yeah, that's a, that was a, was that the first thing in twenty? Nah, nah. But I know. Fuck all that. We can talk about the main thing that we can. What's up? Slide on out with. So last week, somebody dropped a gem on him. Uh, Shannon Sharp, you know, doing his club shake shake shit. Yeah, did did numbers. You know, he did he did numbers for sure. But he was doing his usual club shake shake shit. Mm-hmm. You know, having guests on, mm-hmm. having some Kanye drinks. Yes, yeah, sir. Chilling in the cut. You know, talking that shit. Kind of like interview style, right? Mm-hmm. Until it takes one person to come through the show, and he's like, nah, I'm going to set all this shit straight, mm-hmm. you know, because his name been brought up in the past from other comedians that was on the show, mm-hmm. and now it's like, this nigga decided to come on there, 
Shannon starts talking. He's like, hey, yeah, so uh, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> this person, none other than Mr. Cat Williams, jump yes, on there like, uh, shout out to Cat Williams. Shout out to Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. He decided to go on there and like, first off, fuck the bitch and click the claim. Let's have. West Side when we buy come equipped with game. Uh, yeah. Mm. He said he gonna bomb first. Yep. <laughs> he said you weak motherfuckers don't deserve to breathe. <laughs> I mean niggas down the ride for me. Yeah. Yay yay. Yeah, he was on some, he was on that Tupac energy. Yeah. And boy. Hit him up. Shit. He was on that hit him up energy. Boy, did did he mm-hmm. did he come out swinging? Yeah, man. At Steve Harvey, Cedric. All of them. All of them. Um, damn. Who else did he the go ones, The ones that are part of that. Ricky Smiley. Cabal. Mo- uh, Consortium. Cabal. That's, I don't know why, but that sounds kind of funny, but uh, I'm going to roll with that. <laughs> it's a terrorism group. Ah. It's a group of, group of bad people. Group of, and they only fuck with them. They only fuck with their peoples. True, true. Mm-hmm. So Ricky Smiley was part of that list. Martin Lawrence caught some strays. I said Ricky Smiley is Ricky Smiley was basically almost lying about the part that he got in Friday. So yeah, he had, he had to, to say Kat, that. Yeah. yeah, well, he had to say, and it makes sense. Cat's story makes more sense than Ricky Smiley's Ricky Smiley story. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, right? I did not pay attention to the other. Interviews where Cat is calling him out from, mm-hmm. or using them as a source, mm-hmm. until I had to look at Cat's own. First of all, the Cat interview in general was just phenomenal. I think it was just one of the best interviews I ever seen, in my opinion. Well, and one of my top yeah. interviews I've seen. Yeah. When you establish the placement of truth, it, it just kind of makes the it, it makes the whole uh, podcast seem more real. Yeah. If yeah. If anything. Um, and, of course, he get into things like his background, how he was brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, just from that, along with the combination of who he was talking about, and it just... Just the fact he's so knowledgeable about his craft, you can tell it's genuine. Shit, he read three thousand books a year, apparently. Well, yeah, know. something like that. <laughs> That's a crazy number. Just from this interview alone, for me, puts him up another notch as far as like respect level I have for, for him. For sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel that he's always been one of my my favorite comedians of all time. He's always right. kind of I seem like he was like an underdog and. And he just wouldn't roll over to like what these other guys would do, which he mentions in the interview. Like they do some yeah. crazy shit for fame and money and shit like that. He just won't do it. So it's kind of like I, that, I respect that. On top of him just being naturally funny, right. compared to other comedians who it seems like it ain't really uh, as um, uh, honest as they are pretending to be type shit. So yeah, anytime that somebody could. Articulate what they've seen and what they've heard, you know, what their perspective is of whatever, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. And then it makes the listeners sit there for a second and think, you know what? 
Now, that makes sense. A whole lot of this shit does look crazy. He's been doing this since the day one. Right, right. It's just people are now uh, tagging on and figuring out that Cat Williams is, uh, you know, is a smart guy. Yeah, he yeah. ain't just a little pimp or a funny guy. You know, he actually knows what he's talking about. Right. And I think that's what happens a lot of times with him is that people take him a lot as a joke, especially in the in the um, celebrity realm and in entertainment that he's been kind of blackballed for no reason. And then this interview puts a spotlight on that shit as to why. Well, yeah, and we know why he's blackballed even – just from looking at it now, from <clears throat> retrospectively, going back to you know the time he was uh, blackball, mm-hmm. it was easy to do that because one he was speaking his truth. Right. Usually, people like that will get the crazy label stamped on their motherfucking forehead, mm-hmm. and then there's no coming back from that. And what they do, they kind of discredit him. They say, "Oh, he does drugs." Right. Crazy. Yeah. Right, and so now he, you throw that at that boy. Now, now nobody's listening to him anymore because now he's a drug fiend and he's crazy because because Kevin Hart said he was, and I'm like, what? He's yeah. like, no, that's not the case. I haven't had a single drug in my life. So just because somebody said it, don't mean that's accurate. That's that's a fact. And um, now who said it? And, and of course, people will catch on to the wildfire of. Um, Cat Williams now would go off of face value, but even then, it takes a level of uh, logic, yeah, and another level of deep smarts to really think about. Yeah, what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, you got you to put two deep. two together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For example, like the religion thing, mm-hmm. you could speak on that more than I would. So I fell him. I fell him on that one because we kind of had this, uh, you know, uh, relative experience in his grow up. So when I heard his stories and I heard certain terms he was using, I was like, oh, man, that relates to how I fucking grew up and shit like that. So I know exactly how he feels. I know exactly what he's talking about. I know exactly what he probably went through. And so it's kind of like you, you always look at that different. I, I almost didn't know the specifics of it back when. I, and I still liked him before, but now that I heard that story, I just just respect him a little bit more. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Tyson. And he didn't really have to name the religion either, but you just picked yeah, it up. Yeah, too. Mm-mm. Yeah. And most of them won't. That's right. the thing, because you know those, especially uh, religions that are uh, cult-like, you uh-huh. know, has that aspect. They don't really want their name out there anyway, so you can attach the bad stuff to it. So the ones coming out or in there is not really gonna say blah 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 the name of the the religion. They just gonna say what they did during the religion for the most part. Because at the same time we don't want to blast them because we know they want to be still private and don't yeah. want that negative connotation with them. So it's like a respect thing at the end of the day with that stuff. But yeah, he uh he definitely went through that shit, man. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for me, was other things stood out was his upbringing in general. I did not know he was basically on the streets from age 13 going to whenever until um, mm-hmm. he got to his to his breakout start, if anything. Yeah. Um, and, and how he survived uh, in the streets and how he 
you know, learn from just being around people in the streets. Mm-hmm. Adapt. Yep. And it's almost like that funny part. His funny part, I feel like, comes from having to deal with that shit. So yeah. in order to deal with it, he's, his, his comedic part of his uh, personality takes over. And it helps him kind of go through the shit he had to go through when he was a little kid type shit. You know what right. I'm saying? So I get that part. And that's probably why he's so naturally funny. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Think about it. It's like, I feel like the funny is it's kind of like an Eminem thing. And I hate to say that because people don't hate that shit. But like <laughs> Eminem had to go through that eight mile shit to be kind of like one of the best rappers in the world. Yeah. But he was that weird kid that went through some shit with his family or whatever. Came out on the other side because he was so creative. Something had to make him creative. Mm. So, yeah. Shout out to Cat Williams. <laughs> Shout out to Cat Williams for that. Now, let me ask you this in general. As a man that's more so taking his journey through the, through the comedy world. Oh, move on, man. Shit, that'd be dope if I could st- uh, if I could open for Cat Williams. Oh, that'd be crazy. But let me ask you, y'all, just somebody that's studying the craft for that. Yeah. Was there some things like some, I would say, technical things that you picked up along the way, just from Cat in general, that you're like, okay, I can, I can learn from that, and you know, follow that type of path. From Cat, um, or technical, which yeah. like or how he delivers his jokes, and delivers and like and that. You know how he keeps up with just writing new things every time. Yeah, that I feel like that is probably the the most pristine thing about being funny in general, but be able to be consistently funny for different type of people, all type of people. Yeah, um, you're not steady only telling black jokes. You're not steady telling only. Whatever that, but you you kind of see a bunch of different point of views, and you can kind of relate to everybody type of shit. So I feel like Cat, he can the way he can deliver, even though it's predominantly I would say black to black people, he can kind of get in a room full of anybody and kind of tell a joke that everybody can probably get and still laugh about it. Yeah, you know. And he yeah. mentioned that <clears throat> of how you that's are. a skill. Yeah, that don't just come. You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes I don't know if Stephen Harvey, Steve Harvey, and all them other ones, they'll tell a joke, and there's just certain parts. Even on his Family Feud show and shit, he'll say a joke, and then that family wasn't laughing, but this, the black family was laughing, but the white family would just sit there, or it'd be the opposite or something like that. It's like you gotta have that range, yeah, you gotta have that versatility. Like Dave Chappelle, all of them have that, and so I feel like Cat always had that, and he always writing new stuff. So I don't think he cares if people bring cameras in his show. Because he's going to give you some new shit anyway. Right. Right. That's the only reason why a lot of comedians don't like you to bring cameras in their shows. Because they, they're they going to tell the same shit in the next city across, across the uh, state line. Right. So they don't want you to put this up on the internet. And they about to tell that joke again next week. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's calling them all out about that shit. Like, uh-uh, no, don't play that shit. Yeah, don't do me like that. Hell nah. Yeah, um... And that's another thing too. The way these comedians were called out to the forefront in the interview, yeah, yeah. not only for what they had to do to get to where they are. <laughs> I mean, it's all over the internet now. We see it, and it's being exposed. Yeah. You know, when it comes to cross dressing, stealing jokes, da 
that's an, shit. That's a long conversation with itself. Uh, biting. Um, another thing I picked up is how I would have to look at the ones I used to call my heroes growing up in the comedian world and look at them like, Shh. what was really going on here? Yeah. Without and, really responses from any of them. Right. If we had like legitimate responses for them that, that kind of said something, then that would be different. But they all are kind of saying like, yeah, can't say that shit and it is what it is. Well, some of them are trying to rebuttal by Same I guess doing it in their own way, trying to do that with some jokes within itself and it's not landing. It is <laughs> fucking corny. Uh, Luda did a rap, didn't he? Luda did a rap. <laughs> I didn't even listen to it. I, I did. Love, love that nigga Luda, but god damn, man, shit. That's not it. That was hard to sit through, y'all. That ain't it, man. Nah, nah, nah. You're doing Kevin Hart and his crew for what they did on ESPN. Throwing one of them games. Yeah. Was corny as fuck. Wasn't even no really response. Yeah. Talking about, you know. You don't like respond to a circus, or you just watch a circus, or something like that. You don't do some dumb shit like, like that. Oh, Steve Harvey did it too, like in some subliminal way. So that's why I say it's like, kind of like they're like above him or something to respond yeah. to him, and that's exactly what he's talking about. He's like, "This is the shit here that's fake." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, you want to spot somebody that's really into it. You see how they act when they're trying to deny it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I'm paraphrasing what he said, but you know. Let's go back to that interview at one point or the other. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. yeah. And because of Cat, what he brought with that interview, Shannon Sharp is one of the top podcasters in the world right now. Um, shot his numbers up. Crazy. Shot his numbers up like astronomical type. Yeah, man. And it's still going. And he said that. He said that in the interview. He was like, once I establish this is a place of truth, or you... Oprah gonna come next. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and there was a second interview that came out with Four Cat. It was on the Willie D podcast. I saw a little bit of that. <clears throat> I did too. Um, okay, not as, you know, not as strong as I would say with the Shannon Sharp interview. His cat was still strong. It was just, I believe. The questions that was presented was, you know, kind of on a lower level. He didn't really let Cat just go like, Speak, you know, like Shannon, did. like Shannon Sharp yeah. did. Yeah. Um, so he sounded like this. The the older interview, he was more so steering. He was trying to steer Cat um, to or steer aside type shit. Because I remember he was talking about um, who's that. Who's that comedian from jail? Oh, that he got beef with? Um, Ali Sadiq? Sadiq, yeah. yeah. He was talking about Ali Sadiq and how he uh, uh, was supposed to do an opening show for Cat Williams and then he got kicked out or something like that and then they paid him. But he was never supposed to. Cat was saying he was he don't even know the guy. Cat said he didn't even know him, never met him day in his life. Yeah. How he was supposed to be my opening act. And then, even then, he still did him a solid... Like giving him money, yeah. yeah. Like he performed. So did he perform? No, no. That's well. That's what I'm getting on the back end. After you know, Cat told his side because I saw the Ali Sadiq 
interview a long time ago. Mm-hmm. This was like a couple years ago, yeah. either a year or two ago mm-hmm. when it dropped. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this dude make Cat look different in the light. But now that Cat ended up saying his side, is like, okay, now I get it. Yeah. It sounds like there was some miscommunication along the That's way in the middle. Like, yeah. Somebody in the middle has been fucking playing with both of them type shit. Because it's my thing, it's like, all right, so if he really wasn't supposed I don't care who it was. If he really wasn't, if he's like, if I was a headliner and a random person that I don't know says they're supposed to be on my ticket, um, I'm still not going to write him a check, even especially if he didn't perform. Right, right. So it could be somebody walking up to me and say, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah, that's a scam. You feel me? Right. So right. I was like, well, the fact that he wrote him a check kind of makes it seem like he's taking responsibility of something. Yeah, at so, least for the misunderstanding at the door. Yeah. If anything. And how big the check was. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess who knows? Not. I guess we'll never know about yeah. that amount. I guess um, it'd never be big enough if he wanted to still perform or whatever the uh, but yeah, I think you I think you uh I think you was right about somebody I don't know if it was on Kat's team or on Sadiq's team didn't communicate to either Kat or Sadiq. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and now you got this big ass misunderstanding. Then right? you got this going on. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, that's how it goes with most most beef in general. Yeah. Whether in entertainment or in you know regular day life. Yeah. All it takes is just one person in the middle to get something wrong or do something wrong on purpose to fuck up everything. You know, so yeah. Between two parties or whatever. Yeah. And I can see that happen, especially as a DJ, when you feel like you book. Say you got you know you're trying to make a name for yourself and you book things and. You find out who kind of like is running things around the city or whatever, but then you working through somebody else who says they know this person. Right. So maybe they know the person, maybe they don't. But he says they got you somewhere booked. He's like, all right, well, shit, I'm definitely doing that event. Yeah. Why not? You know, the top DJ, or whatever. Yeah, I'm coming through to find out that he don't know him and nobody knows the type. Yeah. Yeah. But if that person didn't write me a check and say, man, I don't know what the miscommunication was, but here's something. I appreciate, I appreciate that. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. That gives me, he's still a stand-up type of guy. Yep, that's what I'm saying. You know what so. I'm saying? In general. Mm-hmm. So, this all praises, this, this the podcast is all praises due to Cat Williams for, you know. Yeah, we needed that. Yeah. To start the year off with some, with some, with some, with a bang with that one. With a bang. And I got a feeling he, <laughs> it's going to like, it's going to be a ripple effect for the whole year. You know? Hopefully. Yeah, because, we got shit like Stephen A. Smith, you know, popping off now into Jason Whitlock. <laughs> you fat bastard. You fat bastard. You fat piece, piece of, of shit. shit. <laughs> I said, Stephen A. Stephen A. Please. Oh, I was like, oh, he's on this podcast. I yeah. thought he was on ESPN when I first Hell no. I said, you know, you know good and damn well that we're going to let him go through like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, somebody, some, somebody else is beefing. I know Shannon Sharp. And Steven Jackson's going at it because of the interview. Mm-hmm. And shit, I, I'm just ready for a 50 Cent versus Jabu Part 2. You know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> Part 36. Everybody, everybody needs to start some smoke. Hey, I need that smoke to come back. We need to start the smoke to all the liars out there. Word. All the liars, let's start this immediate smoke and get them out of here. Get them out of here. Push a T, need to diss Drake again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This I need that. Get I need that in my we, life. We're done with that. None of that shit, 2024. Yeah, we don't need none of that soft shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I need to bring back the uh, the good old days of 
of uh, the Vaseline. Okay, maybe not that far. <laughs> but, hey, we are where we at with it because it all started from the revolution of Cat Williams. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Cat, man. Yeah. He said he go against all odds. Yep. He said he's going to bomb first. Yep. He's bombing on all of them, too. He don't care about nothing. No. Word. He said, you weak motherfuckers don't deserve to breathe. How many niggas down to die? Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, yeah, get yeah. out of here. Get all the unfriendly motherfuckers out of here. Word. Like. He said, toss it up. Mm-hmm. All that shit. You can't write your own jokes. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these are our heroes. In general. Right. I mean, I ain't never really liked Steve Harvey like that. Be honest, I'm not... Yeah, I didn't really follow him like that. Mm-hmm. Said I did a little bit. I fucked with him a little bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He, but Bernie yeah, Mac yeah. was my my dude for sure. Bernie Mac is the goat, bro. Yes, that's why I was glad Cat did what he did. Yeah, you know, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac, Dave Chappelle, Cat Williams, yeah, Eddie Murphy, like them the greats. The greats for mm-hmm. sure. Even though Eddie Murphy wore some <laughs> lady stuff too. Yeah, man. But, but I'll give him a pass. That's how, great like that's, called, that's how great he is. That's how great he is. Even his brother. Fuck the brother. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Hilarious. Murphy. Hilarious. One of the greatest storytellers ever. Yes, Fuck sir. what they heard. Yes, sir. So, yeah. Thank you, Cat Williams, for starting this off with a bang for the year. And uh, I think that pretty much covered it for yeah. us, right? Yeah. So, you got any bars for the week? Hey, man. Shout out to Cat Williams. This was, this was one of my favorite. He said, uh, what did he say? Having a, a natural allegiance to losers is a uh, having an unnatural allegiance to losers is not like you. That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. Mm. Mm-hmm. Quote of the motherfucking year. About <laughs> <laughs> you, fam. Oh man, uh, I I can't beat yours, but I'm gonna keep it simple. And kind of bring like the old saying that you know it's been passed around for years, even on people like Cat and Dave Chappelle. Mm. Everyone calls you crazy when you know too much. Mm. Bars. Yeah. Blackout. Blackout. 